Hello and welcome to Hands-On Techie Talks, where we talk about all things creation, innovation, and environmental change for kids like you. We are two girls who are current students and future engineers who love using technology to solve the problems that we see around us. My name is Danielle Boyer, and I'm a young Indigenous educator, author, and robot maker. And I'm Vania Gunshaker, a 13-year-old changemaker who loves robots, helping my community, and protecting our environment. This podcast is sponsored by the STEAM Connection, where we make accessible, affordable, and diverse science, technology, engineering, art, and math educational resources for kids and build up future STEAM superheroes. You can learn more and start making your own robots now at www.steamconnection.org. You can follow along with each episode at www.steamconnection.org slash hands-on. Last week, I shared with you all how to celebrate Earth Day on April 22nd and on different ways to get involved and to have fun, especially virtually. We are still taking a break from our new mini-series on growth and plants to chat about Earth Day, which is coming up in just a couple of days. We'll be talking about different types of activism and some of our favorite role models and ways to advocate for change and to inspire and encourage you to learn even more beyond Earth Day. Hi everyone, I'm back. I took my PSATs and I'm all done. I really missed you all last week. Exams can be really hard and I know a lot of people who are taking them right now, especially people who are in college. Remember that your grades do not speak for how smart you are, but rather your intentions and how hard you work. Study hard and spend time learning for you and for your own growth so that you can do what you want to do. Learning is so much fun and can be hard at times, but it really pays off. If everything was easy, we wouldn't be learning. Everyone learns differently, and sometimes how we learn isn't like everyone else, and that's okay. And even if it seems like you're alone and no one relates to your learning style, that just isn't true. There are people all around the world who learn differently, and I think that's really awesome. We need all kinds of thinkers today. It is so awesome that we learn differently. I think that we can forget that sometimes. Let's treat all learners with kindness and treat ourselves with kindness too. I know for myself, I've definitely struggled in school. I I went from being homeschooled for most of my life off to public school. It was a pretty drastic transition and I didn't really feel ready for it. I hadn't taken tests uh, like most kids had. I didn't have my essays graded like most kids had. And that adjustment period for me was was a really hard time. Not only did kids um, at school see me as different because I was very different at the time, But I also struggled with the academia. I struggled with uh, reading different types of content. It was just really hard for me. And it's okay. I learned a lot in the process and it didn't always go the way that I wanted it to. But I worked really hard and I'm very proud of that. So let's talk about all things environmental activism. We've talked about things like plastic pollution, environmental technology, sustainable design, and growth. These are all environmental subjects. We need people who will advocate for different aspects of our earth. And we need these people every single day, no matter how old they are, no matter how much experience they have. We need these people advocating for change. And Vinny and I do that in unique ways through this podcast, through different ways that we're going to talk about more. But we are each advocates in our own special ways. And we all have potential to be advocates no matter what career or industry we want to go into, no matter if we're students in elementary school, middle school, high school, it doesn't matter. The point that matters is having a heart for change and wanting to act upon that and do good in the world. Some of the major environmental issues that are causing immense concern are environmental pollution, air pollution, water pollution, garbage pollution, deforestation, resource depletion, the endangerment and extinction of animals, climate change, and etc. 
We also need to hear from the people who are disproportionately impacted by environmental degradation and climate change, like indigenous peoples. We even need people who advocate for advocates and who stand up for people of color, women, and youth especially. Those are all really important issues. When researching for this episode, we noticed that a lot of people talk about overpopulation online. Overpopulation is basically the idea that too many people live on the earth and that it places the earth in harm's way. When people talk about this, often they do it to take the blame away from large corporations polluting and harming our earth or our governments not making the right and necessary changes now. It's way easier for them to blame an individual than powerful companies with lots of money. And when governments and corporations always blame other people, it can lead to some really scary stuff. No single person's life is worth more than someone else's, no matter how much money or power they have. When we advocate for our earth, we are advocating for everyone, not just some people. So let's talk about what type of issues Danielle and I talk about and advocate to improve. Later, we will talk about different ways of advocating for change, things that you can do where you live. Danielle and I care a lot about the same issues and we learn a lot from one another. The other day, she and I did a talk with the Friends of San Antonio Natural Areas and we got to talk about the advocacy issues that we care about in the environment. I had so much fun at the event, and I met so many cool new people. We had great conversations. I totally agree. I had a lot of fun, too. It's always great to learn from new people as well. Uh, we got to have a really cool panel. We were basically, it was like a Q&A session um, where we were asked about our opinions on climate change, especially as girls and as minorities, and the action that we're taking on a day-to-day basis. My advocacy surrounds issues with plastic pollution and using technology as ways of creating change, through especially things like robotics. Uh, Both Vinny and I are advocates for environmental education and for the people being affected, especially minorities, uh, especially youth, especially girls. And that's something that we talk a lot about. And we advocate for solutions on these issues in many different ways. So there are many ways to enact change. And I think when we think of environmental activists, often we think of like a media figure, someone who is public speaking a lot or someone who is on the TV a lot, documentaries, etc. Yes, that is totally an environmental activist. That is a way of advocating for change and getting other people to follow suit on a mission to be aware of different things. Right. But that's not the only way to advocate for change. Uh, We need environmental activists in every single career, in every single way, at every single age, uh, every gender, etc. Before I talk about other type of activists, I'm actually going to talk about Vinny and I. We are educators. We are authors. We are podcasters. We are speakers. We are advocates in so many different ways. Whether it be inventing or talking, there are ways for us to get our messages out there to others. Uh, Our educational tools can look like children's books. They can look like the robots that we invent. They can look like the programs that we put on. They can look like the environmental education programs that we are really passionate about. Advocacy for us isn't just one thing. The reason why it looks so different and involves so many things is because advocacy plays a role in every single level of our life. Whenever we're doing things for others, whenever we're doing things in our own lives, we're like, what can we do to benefit the earth? What can we do for others in this? And that is the mindset that you really need to have when you're thinking about how to help others and you're thinking about what can we do for the earth? What can we do now? And the answer is... You can do things right now. You can get started. You can speak to others about what you're learning in this podcast. You can share this podcast with others. You can share the resources that we've been talking about. 
And you can also share some of the advocates that we're going to talk about in a little bit and some of the work that they're doing and how they're enacting change. Because there are more than just political activists. There are more than just activists who speak. There are so many different types of advocates. There are so many things you can do in your own community to help the people around you. If you like writing, we need you to write something that can educate others. If you like art, we need you to showcase your talent into a, a very passionate piece that can also teach others. Whatever you're passionate about, that's what you need to do. Whatever you're passionate about, that's what can help others around you and educate people about these really important topics. And even if you don't know what you want to do yet, there are still ways you can help others. If you have hobbies, you can use that to your advantage. You can share things with people you know using your platform on social media. You can talk to your parents, your friends, your siblings. You can talk to everyone about these kind of kinds of topics. So in the climate movement, we need petitioners. We need founders. We need protesters. We need educators. We need scientists. We need engineers. And we need so much more. We need you. I'm going to give a few examples of activists who really stand out in my mind. And one was actually a past guest on the podcast, mm -hmm. Diego Ariola Fernandez, on the podcast before where he talked about uh, his role as a speaker and also as a teacher to teach others to speak and to share their voice, especially regarding plastic pollution and to speak up for our oceans and the pollution that's in our oceans. He's an activist by using his voice, but also by being an educator. Another amazing example of an activist is Hannah Edenshaw. She's a political advocate and land defender. She's actually suing Canada alongside some other youth to be able to stand up for the climate and be able to stand up for the land. And the work that she's doing is so important and she's very young and so is Diego. These are examples of amazing activists who are creating change now. And they're not letting their age or um, limitations such as funding and things get in the way of being able to enact really, really important change. And I am so inspired by them every single day. Another activist who really inspires me, who's also a Brower Youth Award winner alongside Diego and Hannah, her name is Alexandra Collins. And she is 16 years old. And the work that she's doing is amazing. She's a coder. She advocates against cancerous carcinogens where she lives, especially in like makeup products, the air, etc. And it is amazing what she's doing. And as I said, she's 16 years old. Advocates look different. You, it can look like organizing a protest or it can look like teaching a class for kids. It can look like inventing a robot or it can look like uh, speaking on a panel. It can look like so many different things. And that's why we need unique voices because everyone solves problems differently and looks at things from a different perspective. And that's what I want people to really gather from Earth Day. I want people to gather that there are different ways of solving problems and that there's a different way of protecting and helping our Earth. You just need to use your unique skills and bring that to the table and to work with others and collaborate with others to uplift each other. So many of our listeners have so much untapped potential to be an advocate about for change and be an advocate for what they're passionate about. No matter how old you are, you can create change today. As Danielle said, there are so many ways to do that, but they don't have to sm start big scale like suing Canada. They can start small scale, like making beautiful artistic posters and hanging them up in your community. They can start by talking to your local librarian, your local cashier at the grocery store, or something like that. It doesn't matter where you are, it doesn't matter what you look like, but there's always something you can do to help your community. And even as Vinia was saying about talking to your library, if your local library doesn't have environmental books, 
You can talk to your library about getting environmental books at your library. Where you see the problems in your community, advocate for that change. Ask. Speak up. It is okay to make your voice heard and to be loud about these issues because we're, a lot of us, us young people, we're the ones speaking out about it and our voices must be heard. And I just hope that this episode is an encouragement to you to keep fighting for the change that you want to make. And even if you haven't made change yet, just the fact that you're listening to this and that you're thinking about change is an awesome place to start. I suggest to start by writing down different ways that you could solve the problems that you see around you or different people that you could work with or maybe uh, your dream collaborators. Which activists or which companies would you really want to work with to make a really big impact? Think about these things and then think about some action steps after that. What do you need to do? Whether it be emailing your library about environmental books or whether it be attending a protest and making your own posters. There are different ways to get involved, and I really suggest you stand up and speak up now. And thank you, everyone, so much for listening to this week of the podcast. Next week, we'll be back to talking about plants and growth. Always remember that you can follow along with each episode at www.steamconnection.org. We are so looking forward to next week. See you then. So everyone, we want to try something a little new with the podcast. We're going to have an after the podcast kind of uh, little discussions and tidbits that we had while recording the podcast of just us saying random things about our day. And if you enjoy it, be sure to let us know if you want to hear more. Hi, everyone. <laughs> okay. It's snowing outside. We live in the same city. <laughs> I... <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> We, we both see the snow outside. Cue the elevator music. It's beautiful. We should drop out of what we're doing and become, become like opera singers or something. I think that would be... Oh my gosh. I think we would go viral, viral. for all the right reasons. Never the wrong reasons. <laughs> We would be in those videos, like the fail videos of like people think they sing can sing, but they can't. Um, it's almost like a prank, not only on myself but on everyone else. <laughs> when I when I am thirty five, well, well, I think thirty five is that I want to run for president. But instead of like seriously, yeah, bubblegum is our new currency, and then see how many people sign up. Interesting. Bubblegum is our new currency. What happens if you chew the bubblegum and it's like old? What do you do then? That's unhygienic, but you know, depending on who chewed it, it could be worth more money. <laughs> okay? That does- uh, so like if a celebrity chews it. I think that's how it works nowadays. Like you can- I, I remember it going viral when I was a kid, a chip that may or may not have been eaten by like Justin Bieber, like bit into it, sold on eBay for a lot of money and I was like- Someone can make a lot of money just following celebrities around and picking up their trash and reselling it. Um, but that's disgusting. So <laughs> if you buy that, you're weird. <laughs> Very weird. Like this Donate. Is, Go donate like potato some, chip. You know, It's Justin Bieber's potato chip. <laughs> At this point, I'm just making weird hand movements and trying to regain my composure. Okay. Yeah. I took Latin. Latin? Yeah. I thought that was dead. It is dead. And for a reason, too. <laughs> <laughs>